Satsangatve Nisangatvam. In this ninth verse, Bhagwan Shankaracharya has given us the ladder of rise and how effortlessly with satsang we can become detached from the falls, we can attain that single pointedness as well as come to discover that which is permanent and become free of all the changes, the ups and downs of life. Therefore, the refrain continues, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Govindam Bhaja Mudhamate. Serve Govinda, be devoted to Govinda, come to know Govinda. When the Acharya has said that one can attain this state of moksha, mukti, liberation, like most things in our life, when we struggle and get it, there is a brief moment of joy, but soon it wanes away into regrets, hopes, etc. So, a question might arise in a seeker's mind who is venturing forth into the spiritual path unavoidably with his logical intellect. Naturally, that if I put all this effort, I come to detach, I come to know, I meditate and realize what if it's only a glimpse, no doubt a spectacular sense of achievement and happiness. But what if that also fades away, leaving behind a craving, leaving behind a bigger regret? In the next verse, Bhagwan Shankaracharya explains through epigrammatic statements, which means leading questions, rhetorical questions, to make us realize what is the means of our bondage? In fact, what is the cause of our bondage and suffering? And when the cause is removed, the effect cannot remain. And therefore, Bhagwan says, Vayasi gate kaha kama vikaraha Sushke nire kaha kasaraha Kshine vitte kaha parivaraha Nyate tatve kaha samsaraha Bhajago vindam, bhajago vindam Govindam Bhajamudamate. He puts this question. Vayasi gate kaha kama vikara. When age has passed away, youth has passed away, and one has become old in an infirm body, kaha kama vikara. Where is the expression 
and play of lust. Not that lust cannot be in the mind of an old person. Desire is not there in the mind of an old person. But when age has gone, can one express lust? And when the waters have dried away, can there be a reservoir or a lake? So, Vayasi gate kaha kama vikara, shushke nire kaha kasara. When the waters have dried away, can there be any lake left? Shine vitte kaha parivara. And when there is loss of wealth or when wealth is gone or we no longer have any wealth, is there family members and friends around? These epigrammatic statements to make us realize that when the cause is not there, the effect cannot remain. And same way he puts the question, Nyate tatve ka samsara That when we come to know the truth, when we come to know the reality, when we come to know the substratum on which this whole world is playing like an illusion, an appearance, when the substratum is known, can the mirage affect us? When we know that it is all desert sand and that we see as flowing water, is nothing but the reflection due to the refraction of light of, the, of uh, the two layers of hot and cold air. Once we have this knowledge, we are not carried away by the mirage. Then can the mirage either attract us or create any form of fear in us? So this word samsara, one meaning samsarati iti samsara, that which keeps on constantly changing and therefore, like a dream, it's not permanent, it is not real, it is just an appearance. This samsara, and in this samsara, we are constantly getting either attracted, repelled, or we feel joy, sorrow, etc. But if we carefully observe, regularly, observe our mind and how our life plays out, you will realize that really speaking, our samsara is conjured up by our own mind. Likes, dislikes, whims, fancies, imaginations, expectations, they are all made up in our mind. One day, try to sit down and just observe your mind. In fact, do it right now. Whenever we hear even a statement, when we hear a criticism, when we hear 
some news in the world. See, that moment our mind starts conjuring up the worst scenario that can take place. Nothing may have happened. Nothing that bad would probably happen. But in our mind, we conjure up all those imaginations and start living the fear, the anxieties, the stress. And most of our worries, big or small, very often never happened at all. So you can see that the world of our experience is only due to the ignorance of the facts. I'm putting it even re relatively. Ignorance of the facts. And then we begin to imagine so many negativities that in our mind we create a world of experience and then live the joys and the sorrows of that experience. So also, in this totality, we experience that. Tell me, if you just think, was the situation in 2001 not bad? The situation in 2008, but it is all the effort that we put in and we rebuilt everything in society. But we keep on thinking, we keep on imagining, we keep on doing also. Therefore, Nyate Tatve Kaha Samsara, from the highest standpoint, this whole world of illusion and our various identities, roles, this ego and our world of experience conjured up by our mind and the experience of the totality as though conjured up by the total mind. All this, if you carefully observe, starts in which direction we lead our thoughts. Today, sit back and just observe your thoughts. See how one thought arises, how it captures your attention, and then how you start this series of thoughts. And even at just your mental level, you go through the experiences of anxieties, worries, etc. In fact, most of the day, that's what we are doing. We have not even seen what is the reality outside. Whatever may be the relative facts, we don't even know that. We just keep on conjuring it in our mind. And that's how we build up our own samsara. Therefore, Bhagwan Shankaracharya says, get to the root, get to the cause, get to the essence. Find out that eternal, unnegated reality, that consciousness which can never be negated, 
all these experiences will keep on changing. Today we feel that things are terrible. Tomorrow we might find that it was indeed beneficial. Whatever may be the case, when we only realize that the truth and hold on to the permanent, then the changes do not affect us. If you were in a strong flowing river, you could get carried away. But if you are holding on to the banks, the water cannot drag you even if the flow is very strong. Keep holding on to that tattva, that essence, that truth, that permanent, which never ever is not present which means that ever-present reality. And that tat is tvam, as consciousness that is ever-steady. Keep holding on to that. And once we know it, then it is due to our non-apprehension, our ignorance of our permanent, eternal self, that fear of death, insecurity of wealth, desires for happiness, all these are imagined in our mind. And we go through this samsara. But when the cause itself, which is ignorance and its consequent misapprehensions, and apprehensions that we build up, when they are gone, can the ever-changing appearance or illusion affect such a person? Why are we living, constantly carried away, disturbed, affected, mostly sad and miserable, just with hopes and expectations of joy, etc. Why don't we hold on to that permanent? And once we hold on to that permanent, when ignorance, which is the cause of this world of illusory shadows or appearances, when that ignorance is gone, there is no coming back of this samsara, these misconceptions, misapprehensions, misunderstandings, they don't come back again. Therefore, jnate tatve kaha samsara. Samsara cannot be there. So with these questions, Bhagavan Shankaracharya makes us think and points out, assures us that this experience of bliss, this experience of infinitude, and we just call it as experience, but this realization that I am the permanent and it is on this permanent alone that we see as an appearance, this entire world of plurality.
and an appearance, an illusion. Even if there is water in the mirage, it cannot wet the sands. Even if there is a fire in the dream or a murder in the dream, it does not in any way burn or stain the waker. Therefore, this compelling urge should rise in us to free ourselves from this samsara, to free ourselves from this change. Therefore, Bhagavan Shankaracharya says that all our experiences of joy, happiness are only temporary in this ever-changing world. Do not measure that with the infinite, permanent happiness of the Self, which is our own nature. And that nature can never be taken away from us. Just as you cannot take away sweetness from sugar. It is only due to ignorance of our true essence of who we are, ignorance of this bliss, that we become beggars for it and then create in our mind these imaginations that how can I be happy without something? And then we fear, we have got various anxieties. We live without those things, but now we think we cannot live without them. And what we get is only a temporary quietitude and which we experience the bliss within ourselves. And we imagine that it came from this thing, this person, this situation. And as long as that ignorance and that delusion continues, this whole world of experience, samsara continues. But once we know the changeless reality, we come to know that nothing of this illusion can affect us. Nothing, no one can destroy us. With this knowledge, even relatively, when we train our mind to recognize the inner strength, the inner confidence, the inner power that lies in each one of us to make a difference in whatever capacity we might think we have right now, little by little, we can make that difference. But we must have that confidence in the power that lies within us to make that change. Otherwise, a moment's fancy of what's happening to the world, oh, we must make a difference in our lifestyle, those will come and go and we get back into the normal routine, the normal mundane, following our own habits. And therefore, Bhagavan Shankaracharya in this verse points out that Shushke nire kaha kasara 
when constantly contemplating, meditating, we have dried up within us this reservoir of vastness. And when we have spent away the result of our actions or given up the results of our actions and no longer are bound by the results of our actions, no longer the vastness in us create these fancy desires and lust, no longer does our mind, which is naturally peaceful, get agitated and create in that waves and waves in the ocean, the still deep ocean. It creates waves of names, forms, experiences. And when we come to know that substratum, that observer of all the change and abide in it, that is meditation. And as Gurudev would say, in that white heat of meditation, not that you will feel some heat, in that white heat of meditation, the very vasanas, the very beliefs and false notions and erroneous notions that we carry in our mind, that creates for us this fanciful world of our imagination, they all burn away, dry away. And when the very cause, the ignorance itself comes to an end, we see, realize, directly come to know that permanent because of whose presence all this was seen just as an imagination. And one remains unaffected. And when one is firmly abiding in this truth, no experiences of the world can affect such a Jeevan Mukta, such a realized person. Therefore, with satsang, come to know. In satsang, develop that devotion, that seeking. In satsang, serve in such a way that we become detached from the fruits of action because the service itself gives us the fulfillment. When that is done, then that abidance takes place. Therefore, bhaja govindam, bhaja govindam, govindam bhaja mudhamate. Who deluded one? Now, enough of going through the waves of joys and sorrow. Come to know that which is permanent, that which is your nature, 
that which is the supreme substratum lord of the universe bhaja govindam bhaja govindam govindam bhaja mudhamati thank you for tuning in to this episode by the chinmaya mission if you like what you hear please consider subscribing If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today or understanding your mind or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy to understand English the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be all links are in the description